What's up? And welcome to the Future is Psychedelic podcast. And so this episode is going to be about Bufo Alvarius and my personal experiences and experiences that I've witnessed with other people going through this process because I think this is probably the most powerful medicine I've ever come into contact with. And it's changed my life in you know thousands of degrees of ways and since my experience with it. And I want to share that experience and I just want to talk about really how to do it in, in the right way and how to understand its potency and the integration process that it comes with taking a, a, a dose of, you know, Bufo Alvarius, uh 5-MeO-DMT and, uh, and just enlighten some of you on what this process is really like so you can do it and, and have the right integration with it and have the right expectations going in. So. Number one, my name is Andrew Tanzel, and I run a psilocybin and DMT retreat down in uh, Sayulita, Mexico. It's a really fun place full of love and laughter where we take people that have PTSD, anxiety, depression, things along those lines, and help them break through and see life through a new perspective. And this is where I originally first did Bufo uh, and had my experience. And... Um, I had no idea what I was getting into. So one of the reasons I want to shoot all this is to really help people understand and un see the entire process of what it takes to go through uh, a trip like this that only lasts for about five or 10 minutes. And um, mine are usually about five minutes. I've only had two uh, real Bufo experiences and I'll talk about both of them. And um, really right off the bat going in, um, it's always easier to go through a psychedelic experience when your body is clear. And so what uh, we do and what we did was do a combo experience right before we did Bufo. And so this is something that just um, like clears out the toxins out of your body, uh, reduces inflammation, gets all the phlegm out of your lungs and clears out your stomach if there's anything in there. And it really helps uh, just rebuild your physical uh, body without the toxins that are in it. And so it's a very helpful thing just to clear the body out so you can now explore through this vessel because this is essentially the lens that we see life through. If we didn't have this body, we'd just be awareness itself, just kind of experiencing things. And so this is the lens. You want that lens nice and shiny and clear when you go into a profound psychedelic experience. And so you don't have to do combos, so to speak. You can do things like exercise, fresh air, looking, being out in the sun for 20 minutes, looking at it in the morning, kind of letting that, uh, that, that sun energy, energi sun energy energize you. And, um, and other things that help your physical fitness, like diet and breathing and other things like that. And so, um, right off the get, that's one of the most in, like important things before going into an experience and obviously not be on any mind or mood altering medications, uh, like no SSRIs, no, um, no inhibitors for any type of uh, serotonin or dopamine or anything like that. Um, no painkillers, like nothing that really um, affects your mind, mood, or any any part of your nervous system. And so it's helpful to take off 72 hours. That's really generally the half-life uh, for most prescription medications. Before going into an experience like that, and it's really serious, uh, that's a really serious piece of advice, like lithium, uh, things along those lines 
can kill you uh, if you do bufo on those things and you take a high enough dose. And so it's really important uh, that you like talk to a medical, medical, uh, you know, qualified professional, or do this in a setting where like you're, you're, you've already gone through the qualifications. You've, you've met with, you know, uh, a pharmacologist and, and, or a doctor, which those are the things we do at the retreat. We have, you know, everybody meet with you before you go into these treatments. So we know that you're ready physically, mentally, and spiritually essentially. So, um, that's the, that's the, that's the practical advice about before going in. So back to my experience, um, whenever I did this, I showed up and I met one of my best friends, Keely that day, you know, we had, uh, you know, the same experience where we had a breakthrough on our first day. And so it was really great. She's one of my closest friends now and she actually works for the company and she's incredible. Her name's Keely. And, um, and we both had our Bufo experiences and, um, Mine personally, like when I did the Bufo, I really had nothing uh, in my mind as far as expectations. I think I was uh, like pre-framed to basically just let go. And I was like, okay, cool, I can do that. And when I let go, uh, first off, you smoke Bufo as a vapor through a pipe. And so that's how you uh, inhale it. And then uh, you just keep inhaling and keep inhaling until you, are not there anymore. You're not present. You just kind of go off into this other dimension. And that experience is one of your mind just expanding. So people describe this as the loss of an ego, the loss of a shell that people normally live inside of. And that is exactly what it is like. It is literally like you just become a movement that is so intense and so beautiful and it's just experiencing yourself without a mind and so you don't have an ego you don't have like a perception or a judgment of like what's happening it's just you are the roller coaster of love itself as it just expands and so that's what happens in the first you know gateway when you walk through that experience that's what you start to experience and it's just a wild expansion and in my expansion is you just kind of like fly through these fields i would just imagine of consciousness and then um, in my first experience, I remember kind of going into this like spiral pattern where I got to see all the phases of my life as I just played out. And I called this pattern like my rhythm. I was like, I guess this is just my life, like my rhythm, you know? And all these experiences of just like having children, like meeting my wife, all these wonderful things, and just, you know, going through this process, I'm like, wow, that's amazing, right? And then that experience, uh, I had trouble letting go, like once I started to see the tangible things, right? And, uh, you know, like this is after the initial blast off, I was more lucid after that roller coaster kind of had played out and I was still in this like rhythm or the spiral of kind of understanding these things. And I remember just like, I wasn't really cognizant, like I wasn't like an Andrew watching this thing on a screen. I would just ask the question, like, is this what I really want? Like I'd asked that question and I didn't know how to get out of that thought in the time because I didn't have an ego, I didn't have a way to let go or like, you know, like I didn't even know I was a person. I was just evaluating that thought and I just asked that question and that question just put me into like the tightest little loop of just, I was just stuck. I was like, this isn't me, this isn't who I am, that feeling, uh, so to speak. And it was an incredible breakthrough moment because I remember like I didn't have any choice. I was like stuck in this little loop. Uh, maybe people would call this like a bad trip or something, but I was stuck in this little loop of just thought and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. And so I literally just like, with all my strength, like I didn't even know I was a person. Like I literally didn't in this place. Like I was just like, this is my thought. I thought it was gonna last forever. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know how to change this. 
And so I like reached my hand, I was in the grass, I reached my hands into the grass and then just sunk them in and then looked over to my right and I saw my my uh, provider, shop, my shaman, Charlie, looking at me. He's like, he's like, he's like what, what's up? Like, how are you doing? I'm just like, oh my God, I'm on earth. This is reality. Like, I've done Bufo twice, both times, that's exactly what it's like. You come back into reality, you're like, oh, this is earth. Like you literally have to rebuild your entire consciousness in about five to 10 seconds where you're like, there's actually a reality. Like your entire like life gets put back together in just a few seconds. It's a mind blowing experience. And I remember just looking at the grass and looking at Charlie and I had just been in all these dimensions and all these levels just in this full expanded light version of myself and what they call a conversation with their own divinity. That's what they call the connection that you make when you do a Bufo experience. I looked at Charlie and I was like, wow. You know, just wow. I was like, I cannot believe that. But I still had that pain and that guilt from like that thought of kind of blocking myself and not allowing that rhythm to flow through me. And so I was in this place of like sadness and regret from like not allowing the experience to just unfold naturally. And so what I did at that moment was I gathered everybody around in the entire uh, you know, experience that was going through either the buffo or the combo. It was like 15 or 20 people. And I was just like, look, everybody come here, get in this circle, connect with me right now. And I got everybody together and I was like, whatever's in your hearts, whatever your pure intention is, put it into this fire, put it in this circle, let it be renewed. And we are all collectively gonna go back to our original seed, our original seed of thought that created us. We're gonna return to this, return to our essence and be the purest version of ourselves and allow this life to move through us and to radiate and to become our new divinity, become our new future, become our most natural self that we are designed and destined to be. Does everyone accept this? And everyone's like, I, yes, like, yes, let's go. Anything else you want to throw into the fire, throw it in right now. This is you. This is your future. This is your moment. This is your forever. Let it be, let it go. And let's unite as one. And then we Boom, we're all connected and just all just like, woo, just like became family in that moment. And then it was my first day meeting everyone in this experience. It was like my friends, my shamans, like everybody in the experience. I was just like, I love everybody. I love every single one of you. You can take anything from me and it will just still be my own because I cannot be taken from, from who I truly am. And I just love myself internally and externally and everything around me. I love this universe. I love this planet. I love all of you beautiful beings on this wonderful earth. This is your earth. This is our earth. This is God's earth. We are here as one. Woo! It was just mind blowing, right? And I left there just wondering, what was next? <laughs> what was next? You know, I walked away and I had, I had no idea what that, what that medicine had done to me in that experience in such a, in such a positive light. Um, because that explosion, that expression of Bufo takes you back to your nature. It takes you back to what you know you yourself is and know what you are. And then when you walk back into your life, my providers, uh, Nirvana and Charlie, describe it to me as just peeling back all the layers of onion at once. So you go to the center. You go to the center of consciousness that you are. And then from that center, you come back into your life. And now your life might be reflecting these layers of the onion that just weren't naturally your own. 
right? They might not have served you. They might not have been there for the best purpose in your life, or you might have graduated from it and you're still attached or connected to it. And so when you come back out of Bufo, you start to see those layers of the onion just dissolve. Some of those things are addictions. Some of those things are negative relationships. Some of those things are just bad habits. Some of those things are just food, diet, alcohol, nicotine, things along those lines that just are just time to change them. Some of those things are like taking a physical fitness course or starting yoga or starting meditation practice. All these things just start to happen in your life. And this is like one of the most effortless things because you don't even want the thing anymore. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can be attached to it still, just from a point of habit. But when I came back out, I mean, when I went into that, I was like 215 pounds, super jacked. I've been lifting and eating like two pounds of chicken a day for like a long time, a couple of years. And it was just such a, a change in my diet. Like I started eating banana protein shake, just started slimming down. Uh, I started eating more vegetables. I started eating more balanced. I really quit drinking alcohol for like the longest time and uh, just didn't even feel called to like want to drink. It just wasn't even in my mind, you know? And all these other changes started happening internally and externally where I just felt like it was time for me to ground. Like I felt like I wanted to be so close to earth that I was just in the earth if that makes sense. I wanted to, I would like, I was living in like a third story, a nice little bougie hotel in Sayulita at the time that was like, I don't have no idea. It was like 30,000, it was like 30,000 pesos a month or something, just throwing this money in this thing. I literally was like, I cannot be on the third floor. Like I have to be on the ground level. And that's like where I have to be. So I started calling other apartments like around the area. I finally found one. My buddy Evan um, had a house and he was like, hey man, I, was, I reached out to him and he's like, is, like, is your, uh, is your uh, apartment, um, does that apartment have uh, ground level? Like, is it on the earth? <laughs> that was the first question I asked him. He's like, yeah. He's like, are you handicapped? Do you have a wheelchair? Like, what are you asking this question for? And I was like, "Never mind. it's perfect. I'll be over there tomorrow. I went over, checked it out, moved in and uh, Start this path of grounding. I spent about a month grounding uh, in that in that house, and then I felt called. I moved out to the beach. I had a really close friend living out on the beach, and her and a friend had made these like fantastic teepees. And uh, this is a very different walk of life than I'm accustomed to. And uh, I've never lived outside, you know, except when I was a kid, we went camping and did like long term camping trips with my family, but. Um, you know, I literally just went out to the beach one day with my friend Arena, and uh, I was doing yoga on the beach with Arena, and I remember just letting go. I was sitting there, and we were in this yoga pose. I think uh, Arena was doing like Thai yoga massage, which is like people doing yoga on you to stretch you, and I remember just like letting go. That's how you really do yoga in a painless way as you surrender. And I just let go of all my thoughts about my future, all the things that I think that I want and all those other stuff that may be, might be clouding my vision. And I just dropped my head and it just kind of fell to the side. And I was looking out to the sea at this point, laying on the beach. And I remember God just kind of came out from the sea and he's like, hi, son. I was like, hi, God, how are you? He's like, I'm great. He's like, would you like me to hold you? 
And I was like, yes, like that's what I want. You know, it's like something popped up on the menu that I didn't even think was, uh, you know, available. I was like, yeah, sure, hold me. Like that sounds great. And he's like, okay, I will. And then he showed me a teepee on a beach. He's like, this is your new home. I was like, no. <laughs> the holding came with an agreement and that agreement was me moving out to the beach and following that sign and, um, and doing that thing. And he also said, he's like, if you take this opportunity, I'm gonna close all the other doors. And so in my egoic nature, I was accustomed to, I was like, let me just see if there's other doors, you know? And so I looked out for some other opportunities for places to live that I thought might be better fit for my business and things I was doing at the time. And none of it made sense, none of it worked out. I, within a couple days, was literally just making plans, reached out to my boy that made te made the teepees, and I was like, hey man, let's make another teepee. And so we got the materials, and I put myself up a teepee on the beach, and I was the happiest I had been in my entire 30s, and I was 37 at the time. And so I was the happiest I'd been in my 30s for seven years, just living on that beach. and. Uh, the major parts of that were just cooking with my friends every night, you know, sleeping under the stars, on the on the ground, on the earth, you know, <laughs> me coming back to my earth and being grounded. Like there cannot be a more grounding experience than this. And in the in that time, I also was maintaining my business. And so, like to to highlight this, when you go through a big transformational experience, you still have to take care, you have to check the boxes, the physical fitness, the professional, the relationship boxes, you still have to be a balanced person. And so I was still serving my clients, I was still doing those things for them that I had been contracted to do. And, uh, and meanwhile, I'm just coming back to the beach, whatever, I wasn't at the co-working space that I was doing my office stuff at. And, uh, and during that time, I just developed an intimate relationship with my creator. And I call him God because like, I don't know, have another word for it. I've never been a religious person. Um, I don't subscribe to religious philosophies or beliefs or anything like that. My God is your God is the God and it's what loves us and is love and it's inside of us and it radiates and it improves and it levels up and it takes us and puts us on our path and it fixes all the mistakes that we make in life and just brings joy into the conversation every single day of our life when we connect with, I call him, because I don't know, it's just what I feel called to call him, you know? And it has just been, or her or mermaid or whatever you wanna call, it's just what it is, right? And that relationship has stabilized me and launched me into a path of of just pure presence and, and peace. And it's just given me gift after gift. And he basically just taught me that God is a giver. Like I spent that, I just spent four weeks on the beach there in, um, in this wonderful beach called Malpaso. And it was just um, an experience where I would just lay on like a yoga mat and just like let that sun shine on me. And that sun was like God himself and just opened up myself. I wanted him to see every single piece of me. And remember, I'm not a religious person. So like, I'm just having this connection. This guy came to me and said, you want to live on the beach? And I'm like, yeah. And then he just keeps coming to me. And I want to highlight, like I had to instill this relationship. You know, I had to intentionally, I had great guidance. My friend Arena was like, you need to connect with God. Like, this is how you stabilize yourself. This is how you fix whatever problems were in your mind before that are still stuck around in like the 
outer space of you know whatever your thoughts are coming from and I took that advice and I started really building a relationship with that heavenly father that's inside of us and it's just literally every day just connecting and listening and following whatever you hear following whatever your insights show you in life and just keep trusting right and asking for that connection asking for that communication asking for that guidance because you always get what you ask for and I really spent that time building a relationship with this God that came through as what I can say is like a result of Bufo. I mean, I, you know, you go meet God, I'm sure he's going to be in your life right afterwards. And that's literally what I always wanted to do Bufo for. Um, I wanted to do Bufo in my 20s and I just didn't have access to it. You know, I was living in the States. The only thing I could find online was like the Chinese 5-MeO DMT type stuff. And you really want to be careful what you put in your body. <laughs> so in general, and um, especially with the medicine like this, that is so profound and so powerful. You know, you don't want to get the molecule wrong and end up like, uh, you know, Forrest Gump or you know <laughs> whatever. So, you know, I think Forrest Gump was happy. So maybe it wouldn't be too bad. But at the end of the day, you want to come back as you know, yourself and who you truly are. And so you want to do that. And, I, and I'm very critical on these things, like in the right environment with the right people with the right medicine. And when you dial those things in right with the intention and with you being balanced, you know, going into this, you're going to have a great experience. And so I'll leave that at that um, and, um, and, and let that story continue to simmer. And I'll share other pieces of it as we go forward. But I really hope that you respect the potency and the, and the brilliance of this medicine and uh and find the truth inside yourself whether it be through the medicine or through you know god or through just meditation or through connection with yourself or through physical fitness or anything that you you practice in your life that you're always looking for the truth because all of these treatments are really here just to bring us back into our truth and once we're there we can stand on it and nothing can stop us when we're in our truth and that is the truth much love to everyone that's listening everyone that's watching I hope you have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye.